0: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
1: I went to my dentist and my dentist goes, oh, your gums are so good now. And I said, well, I'm taking this stuff called Balance of Nature. And she pulls out a bottle <laughs> and she goes, oh, you want some? And they were all hooked on it. it it's, it's really good.
2: I have cut down on supplements so much uh, with this because it's giving me a balance and I can tell it. And I can really definitely see a difference in energy, stamina, and I'm sure that if that's doing better, the inside of me is doing better.
0: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Kate.
1: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make
0: sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E, this will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. helps support Mike, helps support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Obviously recorded.
1: If the NSA is listening, we can at least be entertaining. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
2: Coronavirus are incredibly common. A large percentage of the world, human population, will have COVID DNA in them, small quantities, even if they are perfectly well or sick with some other pathogen. I'm gonna speculate as to why all of the media and our political leaders are whipping up hysteria over this idea of global pandemic. Our central banks and our governments have created a financial crisis by using unbacked debt-based fiat currency, unlimited government borrowing, and impossibly escalating levels of taxation to service all the debt. We are very near now the end of our monetary cycle where debt can no longer be sustained. Currencies everywhere are being overprinted and nearing collapse. In this process, Many people worldwide will suffer losses, poverty, disruption and sacrifice. Most people are not aware that this disaster was predictable and inevitable. Bankers and elite officials do know what is coming and they know that people will see that they are to blame for this disaster unless they can come up with a scapegoat. Scapegoats come in the form of things like terrorism, global warming and global viral pandemics. Manufacturing or exploiting some global threat not only allows blame for the economic disaster to be diverted from central banks and government officials, but also gives an excuse to impose authoritarian public policies so that riots and civil unrest can be harshly dealt with by state-sponsored violence. We are being suckered to accept a huge new set of restrictions on our lifestyles and personal liberties so we will be powerless against official policy.
0: Hi there. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show, an important show today. And it's actually a three-parter. So make sure to get the rest of the show today because you'll want to hear all three parts because they all kind of go together um, on podcast. You can go to katedalyradio.com. The site may have crashed a little today (laughs) with people going on, um, but uh, you can get this on podcast. And so I just wanted to make sure you realize that uh, you can go to katedalyradio.com and get the recording of today's live show. I have a lot of places to go in this hour and next, and so let's get let's get rolling, shall we? I don't want to waste any time. Um, I'll, I'm going to start out the show today with uh, with Dell Big Tree um, discussing what it is about this uh, COVID-19 vaccine that's on its way. I have a lot of information on this today. I'm not going to take any calls today, so don't call in live. I'm, I'm not going to take any calls. There's too much to do. <laughs> There's too much to talk about, and. I thought that Del Bigtree did such a fantastic job in in saying exactly what is going to happen. I'm actually going to go in reverse today. I'm going to actually start out with this clip, and then I'm going to explain what they're doing and how long this vaccine has been in the works because it's going to let you know that carefully laid plans for a very long time have been in the works to bring you what's going on today, that this was no mystery illness that hit in February and January. So um, with further ado, let's go over to, let's get to Dell Bigtree's clip uh, on this. And this is powerful. Listen up. Here you go.
3: Saying he wants a forced vaccination program Bill Gates.
0: for all so 7.5
3: billion people in the world. I believe that this pandemic has been blown out of proportion in order to force the entire adult population into a mandated vaccine program, just like our children are at. In fact, I've been predicting that for the last three years on every stage I speak on. This has been a goal by the WHO for many years, and now we're seeing it. I believe this pandemic is being used to create such difficulty in our lives. We can't go to work, we're losing our money, we have to wear a mask, we gotta stay six feet apart, we can't kiss, we can't hug. Also, they make us so miserable, so when they rush this vaccine out, we go, fine, I'll take it if that's what it's gonna take to get our lives back to normal. But know this, it won't just be that vaccine. The moment you allow the government to say you have to take it, You just bought into the vaccine program for every adult. And guess what? You didn't get the 54 vaccines your children are getting. Now you have to catch up on 54 vaccines. Guess what? 270 vaccines are already approved and in the pipeline you've never heard of and thousands of vaccines are on in trials right now as we speak because the future of the industry is a product that doesn't test for safety as i told you has no liability and can be forced on you by government mandates it's the greatest product farm has ever had and it happens to be your future if you don't stand up for your rights if you read every headline it's telling us patrick There's two words in a sentence that I think make it the most dangerous sentence known to man. Every time you read, they are rushing the science. That is what we read in every headline talking about COVID-19. I'm not exaggerating it. We are rushing science. Now let's talk about this vaccine. It is not a brand new vaccine. It is not another version of a measles vaccine. They've been attempting a coronavirus vaccine since for the last at least 20 years. Very specifically, since we had SARS, which was a coronavirus back in the early 2000s, multiple drug companies have been attempting to make a coronavirus vaccine. Here's what's amazing and I discovered in our research. Every single animal trial by all of those different drug companies and different approaches to a coronavirus vaccine had the same result. In every one of the trials, they used ferrets. It's a popular animal. I think it has a similar immune system to human beings. They gave them their trial COVID or coronavirus vaccine, and the animals seem to be doing just fine. They would have said it's safe. Look, the animal's fine, vaccine didn't hurt them. They even checked their blood, and they were having robust antibody production, meaning it looks like it really works, and they're probably all jumping up and down in their laboratories. But here's what happens. In an animal trial, you're allowed to go one step further than you're ethically allowed to in a human trial that's called a challenge study, where they actually put the animal in contact with the virus. Can't do this with human beings, But they put the ferrets in contact with coronavirus and every single one of the trials had the same problem. Instead of the antibodies protecting the animal from the coronavirus, the antibodies actually help the virus attack their own immune system and it overreacted they had serious upper respiratory conditions organ failure what's called a cytokine storm meaning the immune system sent their body into inflammation and brain all over many of the animals died it was so catastrophic that in these trials you'll see at the end a caution that says we should be very careful moving forward with human trials Well, now we have just skipped all the animal trials and we're going into these small human trials that will never have the challenge study part of this. So what I'm saying is we are rushing a vaccine that was deadly in the animal trials. And when you think about the money, right? You think about money, you and I both know where there's billions of dollars to be made, you will find people willing to uh, skip some steps uh, if it means winning the race. And I call this the amazing race. Bill Gates and most of the people in the world are saying this vaccine will be given to all 7.5 billion people. If this vaccine is a cheap vaccine at $100, that means this product will make $750 billion to the winner of this vaccine race right now. There are 100 companies in this race. I assure you, if they have a couple of missteps or a few problems, and they think well we can try and overcome them once the product is out no one wants to give up that cash prize and so i think we are watching potentially some of the worst science we may ever see and now imagine if bill gates gets his wish if the who manages to force vaccinate the planet we all have to get this in order to get onto an airplane or to be allowed back into our job or to have the tracking app that's on our phone say he's allowed to go to the gym i have to have had that vaccine if that happens And they didn't overcome this problem, which they're describing. It's called antibody immune enhancement. You've had Tony Fauci allude to this. You've heard him say there's a potential this vaccine could make people more sick. Or Dr. Peter Hotez, who is actually a scientist that's attempted to make a coronavirus vaccine. He met with the Congress and said, we have this problem of antibody immune enhancement. So imagine everybody gets this vaccine. Let's imagine it's all by good scientists that think they've overcome the problem but they don't know why it happens. They'll admit that to you. We don't know why this is happening. And they're looking at one strain of the virus. There's already 30 mutations, Patrick. What happens if we all get this vaccine and maybe it was fine with the virus that we came in contact with, but two years down the road, there's a mutation to the coronavirus. Just like there's been 30, maybe there's 70. Maybe the 71st mutation triggers this problem where it sends our immune system and instead of protecting us, it attacks us. And now the death rate of COVID is not 0.26%. What if it's 5%? What if it's 10%? What if it's 80% of people start dying because the vaccine is causing them to get more sick instead of protecting them? Here's what I know. We have never seen a virus or a bacteria on this planet since the dawn of man that ever even came close to eradicating the species. But I believe rushing science and forcing everybody to use it. If we make a catastrophic error, there is no way to get that vaccine out of ourselves. And a mistake like that, by people that I do think have a real God complex, that could be catastrophic for our species. I would just always caution, I better always have the right to choose what's injected into me. And I'll read the science myself and think, if I think that 0.26% death rate is really worthy of taking on the risk, of a vaccine that killed the animals in the animal trial.
0: Yeah, uh, it was great. It was a great clip, and and so appreciate Dell for all of his speaking out and all of his efforts. It's amazing. Um, So we have a little bit of a problem, don't we? We have a uh, vaccine that's being rushed out that uh, they started working on uh, years and years and years and years ago. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about who's involved when we come back, and uh, and I also have a clip from the. Um, they're not. It's not considered military, but it sure kind of it looks like and sounds like military. Uh, but this would be the Commissioned Corps of the U.S. Public Health Service, um, and. They actually held a meeting about uh, 15 days ago, and I want to play an excerpt of them telling uh, the troops, so to speak, um, what they're going to be doing fairly shortly. Uh, And so I'll get into that, too. I want to talk about Sarah Gilbert. She's part of the uh, Gates clan. Although you won't find that information readily. It doesn't come out real readily, but, uh, but it's there. And I want to talk about her, why she is one of the focuses. And then I also want to talk about, um, well, like Dell said, he kind of wrapped it up. And that's why I wanted to start with that powerful clip is because he really nailed it when it came to all the components we should be looking at as far as how far this will go and what they're willing to do to try to make everybody have this vaccine. We only have about 17,000 people in the entire country right now that are even considered serious with COVID. And that's with the false positive at 50% and also the, um, the, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we're doing all of this for that. But they picked a coronavirus and it was the only way that they could scam us into this, to tell you the truth. And that's why I played that Jerry Day um, uh, clip at the very, very beginning because he alludes to the fact that, hey, they had to use a coronavirus in order to get this done. They've never had a vaccine for a coronavirus in the history of ever. And it usually takes at least five years to get one. Well, I'll be right back. I'll explain. I'll explain more when I come back. And you're not going to believe who's supporting who's supporting these groups and the fight for this vaccine. Be right back. This show is previously recorded.
1: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. we are things in a different way. God knows it ain't his. It. It's showing sure no surprise.
0: Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Can't say it better than that song. Uh, welcome back. In fact, a huge show today because I, I have a lot of information to, uh, to go through. Go to katedallyradio.com for the podcast later on, and uh, you'll be able to get those and share them. Let's do it. And also the new YouTube channel, The Kate Daly Show. Um, so, a couple of things. Um, we started out the show talking about monetary, and we have two things going on. We have monetary, uh, monetary issues going into digital currency. And the sham COVID put out so that so that we're all discussing that and not not talking about the financial aspect. And then we have the vaccine. These are the two things that uh, they want to pull off as everybody is arguing over masks. They want us to um, to fall in line with the vaccine and then not notice the financial hot mess that we're in as they try to do away with cash. There is no coin shortage. It's trying to do away with cash by limiting cash. Um, So two things going on now. I want to play uh, the public health officers meeting that they had and I want you to listen very very closely to this two minute clip to hear what they had to say as they're telling people 15 days ago what they're going to be doing and the longer deployments that they're going to have. Hat tip Natalie. Thank you. Anyway, here we go.
4: Going in and focusing on the basics of infection control. Because right now, the only good thing about this current surge is we've mostly kept it out of nursing homes um, and we've really got to work very hard on that. Secondly, I want you all to be creative and I want, I want you to tell us what your missions can be. We know that a major push is going to be vaccination. When we do have the vaccine and I, you know we are as confident as anyone can be, but I'm not talking about sticking a needle in people's arms. I'm talking about making sure that people are appropriately informed about vaccines, that we don't have anti-vaxxers, that underserved communities that may have been in the past taken advantage of or inappropriately experimented on know that this is a new day, that they need to feel comfortable and positive and confident that the American people Uh, and the American government are working in their best interest. These are all public health messages. We are the most diverse service uh, within the United States. We're now, I would say, as trusted as anyone else on the planet. So I'm going to hopefully rely on all of us to deliver those messages. as As a public health service, we've typically not had long deployments. But as the mission and the requirements have changed, we have to change as a service and as officers. So what I ask you to do is prepare, expect the unexpected, and prepare your families and your community for you being absent for an extended period of time. Thank you. And and I want to emphasize the period at the end of this sentence will be when we have a vaccine to most Americans. But we can do a whole lot more to bring this down under control. Again, I want people to prepare for a high op tempo, but if we get our messages right and people do the things that the Surgeon General said, those three W's, we are going to bring that down. And hopefully this could this can get back into a, of a, of a more reasonable kind of schedule. But I want everyone to understand we can't promise that.
0: Wow. Only one point six percent of our entire country has tested positive for covid-19. Only one point six percent. That's all the test positives. We have five million out of uh, three hundred and thirty one million Million people, only seventeen thousand people have um, are even considered serious with this. And this conference was all about the fact that you're going to have a longer deployment, and we're going to send out propaganda messages. And because the public trusts us, because we're public health, and we're going to make sure and uh, get them that vaccine. And Dell BigTree was not wrong. That vaccine uh, is wrought with problems. It's being rushed for a reason, and it has um, it has so many issues. I. I to put that monstrosity into your body, I don't know who, who would do that. So here, let, let's start out with the lie. This was the lie. Um, this was from The Lancet, which is a very prestigious publication for medicine, right? And it said this, it was the news, for, this was April 18th, it was the news from Wuhan, China, in the first days of 2020 that made Sarah Gilbert sit up and think. As professor of vaccinology at the University of Oxford in the UK and a leading scientist at the university's Jenner Institute, her research team, wasted no time in getting involved. So they made it sound like it was disease X, and they also made it sound like they just wanted to get involved the second they heard about it in January, which was a complete and total lie. In fact, uh, in fact, the Jenner Institute I think came about in 2016, and it's actually Sarah Sky Gilbert that they're talking about, and she's listed on other documents as Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Global Development Division, and also the va- the, the Global Vaccine Delivery Team. They put her into power, and I say that because she does not have a very long career of doing much right. In fact, she worked on Ebola, and she worked on a couple of things, but she hasn't really had this long career of doing things that were that were wonderful. She's just their little android that will do what they say. So they put her into power and gave her a team, quote-unquote, uh, to work with her on this. And they're trying to uh, trying to push this. They said that they would be pushing this, um, even if it was only fifty percent effective, and and if, if it didn't even affect ninety nine percent of the people. So, she's working in the UK, right? And in the UK, they didn't even have um, they did not even have uh, uh, twenty some odd people that even tested positive for COVID by the almost end of March. Where in the world did they get the people or did they get the situation that they needed to move on this so so early, right? And so this basically talks about the fact that they got rolling on this January 20th, okay, before it even started hitting, right? January 20th. And she works with Professor P- Professor Adrienne Hill, Sandy Douglas, Teresa Lamb. Teresa Lamb is also on the patent for this. Um, and so Jenner Institute... Uh, courtesy of Oxford's vaccine centers, uh, got this. Bill Gates is tightly, tightly, not even wound with this group, I would say probably owns this group. Um, But this is the group, and there's several different groups vying for this vaccine right now. And when I say several, I mean many, Uh, many, many groups trying to get their vaccine ahead of everybody else, but they're all kind of working with the same type of new vaccine. And that's very important to know. Del Bigtree talked about this, and this is an RNA vaccine. It's a completely different type of vaccine. And uh, the patents for this particular vaccine started in 2009. They had their sights on this long before because human trials started before we were even really all locked down. Before we were even locked down with the so-called mystery disease from China, as they kept calling it, we were actually, um, uh, they were actually already to the stage of doing human trials and skipping over any uh, or, or all of the animal trials, which is generally not allowed. There has never been a coronavirus vaccine ever. They've been working on this for a very long time. Gates has been working on this for over a decade. As part of this this team, so there's a different name for the vaccine by Jenner um, because they'll tell you the name of it and then they'll say formally known as. So you have to do a little digging, uh, but it's AZD1222 vaccine that was developed by Oxford University's Jenner Institute, in which Sarah Gilbert works, and the Oxford Vaccine Group. Um, and so China um, has been commissioned to make this. Right? Okay. So um, Shenzhen Kang Tai Biological Products announced it's going to produce AstraZeneca's potential COVID-19 vaccine in mainland China. And this uh, this they have the actual uh, capability of doing 200 million vaccine doses. They're also partnering partnering with a company um, in India as well. And they are one of the biggest producers of this um, of, of any vaccine of vaccines in general. So if human trials started during the initial lockdown, what about animal trials? I mean, wasn't it a mystery, right? Um, well, um, they're, uh, in fact, they didn't even have their first death. And that was a woman that didn't even have COVID. She was in her 70s in the UK. And that wasn't even until March 5th. So, boy, did they get a jump on this. Um When I I remember listening to the radio on a trip of mine and Scripps was on NPR, Scripps Research down in San Diego, and they said it would take at least a year to even do the animal studies if they were going to work on anything that resulted in any kind of vaccine. Well, um, they were asked on this, has the vaccine been tested on animals? Well, they said that their collaborators at Rocky Mountain Laboratories, this is Sarah Gilbert and her group from Oxford and Bill Gates, have conducted a rapid yet thorough investigation and demonstrated good safety and efficacy of a single dose of CHADOX1 NCOV19, which is the same thing as the AZ number I just gave you, the 1222. Um, And they said uh, that uh, the vaccinations and the clinical trial were initiated and that there were also animal studies underway in Australia and the UK and that the results would be published once they were complete. But they were already starting on humans. So um, and few humans at that. So. The fact that we don't even have a, uh, a vaccine for SARS, okay? They've been trying and trying and trying. They never could get one for SARS. There was never really a, a huge push for this by the people, obviously. That PCR test, had you taken it back in 2003, 2004, they would have said you had SARS. Today, it's you have COVID. See, the PCR test is very, very, very general. And because um, these kinds of coronaviruses mutate, there's no way that they, they just never could come up with a um With a vaccine for it. There's no proven vaccine against MERS. Um, None of these things. Right. And so the WHO and CEPI and the Gates Foundation committed money and organizational resources for this long before um, we heard of the mystery illness. The vaccinations require custom formulation, special packaging, transportation, storage in all 200 countries with infected citizens, they say. And the WHO announced that 165 countries representing 60% of the population had agreed to the HWO COVAX plan for fair and equitable, of course, because you know how sustainable they all are, distribution of an eventual licensed vaccine. The um, Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovation, CEPI, is working with international health authorities and vaccine developers to create another $8 billion fund in a global partnership um, uh, to work on this. And in China, the government's providing low-rate loans to vaccine developers through its central bank to hurry up and get these RNA vaccines out. The uh, vaccine development initiatives came out of the University of Oxford and the Imperial College of London. They were financed with $44 million in April in London. Do you remember the Imperial College of London? Yes, because that gave us Neil Ferguson. Neil Ferguson was the one that came out with all of those projections that the entire world listened to and locked everybody down. The entire world locked down because of Neil Ferguson, which those far out pro- you know, projections of death, millions and gazillions of people dying, of course, never happened. They knew that they were flawed models from 13 years ago, and it finally came out that it was completely flawed. What's in the vaccine? Well, a lot of genetic material that they won't tell you uh, what's in the genetic material, but it is a, listen to this, from the patent itself, weakened version of a common cold virus that causes infections in chimpanzees that has been genetically changed so that it's impossible for it to grow in humans, they say. Genetic material has been added to this vaccine used to make protein proteins for the COVID-19 virus. And uh, I'll come right back with the rest. Yeah. And at a completely different v- delivery service, just like Dell Bigtree said, could it react and, and actually attack your system to the point of like over-exaggerated um, uh, inflammation? Anyway, be right back on the k This show is previously recorded. Talk
1: are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Cape Daly Show. There's something wrong with the world today. The light bulb's getting dim. It's melted.
0: Hi there. Welcome back. Hey, Dally Show. So glad to be with you today. Important uh, information. Hopefully I'm not going through it too quickly. Um, but we have a, a, a huge problem on our hands with this vaccine coming. And the only thing that's going to stop this is the American people and the people around the world that say no, that do not let these people run their lives. Uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature has a great food supplement. I highly recommend this one. I did my homework. Uh, you know me. I did my homework and I, I'm telling you, Balance of Nature was the best food supplement uh, ever I've ever seen. So it has a wonderful drink with it. Thirty-one fruits and vegetables a day. Put in the code Kate K A T E and you can get uh, free shipping and thirty-five percent off. What are you waiting for? And I would get some ahead and have some in your in your pa- in your food pantry. I'm telling you, you better get prepared for what's coming. Um, we're going to have a fight on our hands, and there's going to be a lot of situations in which our lives are controlled by not getting this sick vaccine that they want to give us um make us uh take so in their controlled study for the jenner institute in which bill gates propped up his uh his star student um sarah gilbert uh, you'll be hearing a lot about um well uh, and which is part of astrazeneca as well um in rolling out this vaccine um they actually are using the meningitis vaccine as a control study group uh, on this vaccine. Uh, it's really, really strange. Um, what is an RNA vaccine? Well, you're injecting your body with RNA uh, that your own cells manufacture, and it's bits of coronavirus uh, protein spikes that your immune system can then learn to attack. They've never had this in in this before. They've never had this vaccine. The patent um, goes back to 2008. 2008. Um, uh, Vaxitech, how do you say it? Vaxitech is a spinoff from the Jenner Institute, um, Bill Gates and and company. Vaxitech is Sarah Gilbert. Vaxitech put somebody in in August of last year, just a year ago, as their new chief executive officer. And this guy, um, called, named Bill Enright, um, was, uh, the John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins University guy. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Johns Hopkins started with the Rockefeller Foundation in 1913 and, um, all all under the guise of, of dividing what was medicine into now and public health and making public health more about the prevention where the doctors would not have that in their purview and their purview would be curing things. And they wanted this distinct profession to take off in public health so that the public health could control, could control that. And how did they do it through uh, the Rockefeller Foundation and Johns Hopkins? And they got together and have been joined at the hip ever since. This is why Johns Hopkins sponsored the event 201 back in the fall with Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates, in doing a pandemic exercise that we are now a part of. I have a clip of Mike Pompeo saying we're part of a live exercise right now. He wasn't joking. It was a Freudian slip. He wasn't kidding. Trump was in the background saying you could have told us. Interesting clip. Anyway, who, who is behind Vaxitech? The ones rolling this out under Jenner Institute, guess who supports them and finances them? You ready for this? Google Ventures, Sequoia Capital, Lion Trust Asset Management, Oxford Scientist in, uh, Sciences Innovation, and GenMatrix, also Korea Investment Partners that's who funds the company rolling out your, your vaccine, Google Sequoia. Um, okay. So there's a multitude of people, um, that run, uh, the Jenner Institute. They all have kind of similar backgrounds. I could probably go into them, but why, uh, you can probably guess, uh, a lot of Johns Hopkins in there, um, you also have a lot of conflicts of, of interest. SCG is a board member of Vaxitech, named as an inventor on the patent, covering use of this CHAD-Ox1, which is the AD12222, um, and patent application covering the SARS vaccine. Teresa Lamb, who works with Sarah Gilbert, also named it as an inventor on the patent application, covering uh, this as well. And um, uh, you also have a lot of problems in there with AstraZeneca. They're all on the same boards. They're all on the same... They're all in the same ticket. Um, okay. And uh, the, uh, the, the re-up of the patent under Jenner Institute came in 2016. And under the patent, it says, preferably the host cell is the animal cell. More preferably, uh, um, a mammal, preferred mammals include chickens, poultry, other poultry, cows, ships, goats, uh, sheep, goats, pigs, wild boar, buffalo, bison, horses, uh, deer, elephants, badgers, possums, cats, lions, monkeys, and humans. Yeah. Sounds like a really wonderful vaccine, doesn't it? Anyway, um, as I I go on here... um, So, traditionally, vaccines have been based, and this is part of the patent. I'm reading from the patent for you. Traditionally, vaccines have been based on whole inactivated or accentuated pathogens. However, for many infectious diseases, such as malaria, this approach is impractical, which is just meaning they just wanted to do it but couldn't. And the focus of research has changed for the development of these vaccines expressing only the pathogen-derived antigens that induce immune correlates of protection. And it went on um, to talk about how they would like to instigate this new delivery system, even though uh, they don't have... um, anything really to say that it actually works or um will be successful in fact they they actually interviewed sarah gilbert and she said that uh she could only maybe hope that 80 percent of it's gonna um that that 80 percent of it's fine yeah yeah She's, she even admits, yeah, they're spinning it out as quickly as they possibly can. In order to get to human trials, I mean, you have to go through a little bit just to even get there. And all of these people were already, um, they had to wait until January 20th to start vying for it publicly, but they were already in on this game and already fighting behind the scenes because there were already lawsuits about the RNA going through from Moderna. Now, Moderna's competing with AstraZeneca. Moderna is a smaller company. Um, And so if we get to operation warp speed, which I I don't know why Trump has, has planted his feet behind this. Um, It's almost, it's so horrific because I know he knows about vaccines, but operation warp speed, uh, the project advisor, uh, Monsef is the operating advisor. And then Gustav Perna uh, is the army general. And The Warp Speed team said it's working with Moderna. Uh, Johnson and Johnson, Merck, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca, as well as others. And I looked at the um, the House committee. You know, when they when they were interviewing all these people, and boy, they made it sound so rosy. Um, all of their different advances on these things. But just know that even Moderna was uh, in uh, trying to trying to get a stake of this several years back in lawsuits for this RNA that they had planned to use. Um, Also, um, the backgrounds of these individuals that are um, kind of at the head of this get kind of interesting, too, um, consulting with a lot of different vaccine groups and and so forth. About about 20 days ago, Moderna lost a patent case and their stock started to slip. See, they're all in this fight to get this RNA, um, this brand new kind of uh, vaccine into our arms. And... And it's it's pretty horrific. In fact, it says Stephanie Bansell of Moderna. Uh, Moderna had raised 1.9 billion from deals it had made with big companies like Merck and AstraZeneca right Um, and valuations as high as 5 billion dollars and they were trying to develop a new class of of mRNA drugs that would turn the body into a drug factory by directing cells to produce therapeutic proteins by creating these so called mRNA drugs is highly complicated and many scientists are skeptical of Moderna's uh, effort will ever work this was clear back in 2017 you guys and they said one of the problems for moderna is delivering mrna to the body's cells in order to accomplish this deep pocketed moderna has turned into a it turned to a tiny vancouver company called acutus which sub a liquid nanoparticle delivery system to moderna um, and Moderna appears to have used it in its first vaccines of this type. It was like Moderna came to be just in order to do this RNA, RNA one. And guess what? The R taxpayer dollars, over 400 million dollars just went to them four days after it was announced um, that uh, their stock was slipping and they didn't hold the patent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah actually 472 million came from the U, uh the u.s government's biomedical advanced research and so um so they're trying to get this uh part of this patent so they can get part of the money that's coming from all of this from arbitus biopharma which seems to have had the patent since 2008 um yeah so the messenger RNA sequence is really scary, and I really do hope people will do more homework um, in looking into how different this is, and maybe that's probably why they're trying to rush it. The Bill and, Ga- the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation teamed up with the Serum Institute of India to crank out 100 million coronaviruses um at uh, 3 bucks a pop for the people but that's not they're going to get a lot more through the uh, governments and gavi the vaccine alliance are also going to back all these efforts so astrazeneca i think is 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 trying to obviously pull ahead of of moderna they have a longer history and of course there's more articles coming out citing that astrazeneca should be able to do this they they're the ones that should be able to uh, to, to go out strong with this. They've already got Brazil in their pocket. Brazil wants to uh, do business with them. And uh, all of these guys are rushing rushing in. Um, the U.S. company and its, and its German rival BioNTech plan to use RNA um, as a messenger inside cells to produce an immune reaction. And the advance could upend vaccine development long after the pandemic, which means we'd have more of these. Moderna's uh, mRNA-1273 consists of a strand of mRNA that tells the body to produce a spike protein the coronavirus uses to latch onto human cells. The strand is like one side of a zipper. The teeth are a a sequence of chemical letters that cells read to produce the 1,273 amino acids that make up the spike protein. If If the vaccine works as intended, and by the way, they've already announced they don't know how it will be in humans. Because they bypassed mostly all the animal studies and the time. The body will start producing the protein soon after injection, they think prompting the immune system to react and build up protective antibodies against them. This is what they went and and, and told the government, that they're pretty sure. They're just pretty sure this is how it's going to work. And uh, the great advantages, they say, of the mRNA vaccine are speed and flexibility. No finicky live cells or hard-to-handle viruses are needed. And the basic chemistry is so straightforward. You're going to love this. That Moderna's uh, vaccine uh, phase reached human trials on March 16th, just as all the states were going into lockdown, only 63 days after the company began developing it. That's actually a lie. They'd been developing it. Uh, they just made it sound like they had just started. Um, and so um, they hurried and partnered with Pfizer and uh, began a late stage trial already. Talk about speeding this up. It usually takes five years. The fastest that a vaccine has ever been developed was during Ebola. See, they got faster during Ebola. Remember when they tried to tell everybody millions were going to die? It still took five years. It still took five years. Bill Gates, do you guys remember this? Back in February 15th, warning 10 million deaths of Corona so that he could get all this rolling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Despite this, Professor Gilbert claims to be 80% confident that it's going to be effective in you humans out there. But is that level of, uh, of uncertainty okay with all of you? Boy, I sure hope not. It's pretty sick. There's so much about this that you need to know, and you have to go back into the way back machine, which I'm going to do in the next hour, to look at how chemotherapy came about. It came about from mustard gas, you guys. Mustard gas. Made people lose their hair and all kinds of health effects. Anyway, I want to talk about that because the history of vaccines since the 1900s in this country and the experimentation by Johns Hopkins, the lawsuits that have tried to go through against Rockefeller Foundation partnering with Johns Hopkins. Very, very diabolical, and I'll go into that in the next hour. If you don't get the next hour uh, live on, on the radio, make sure you get it on podcast at com today. But it's really, really important that we know what's going on with this vaccine. I would never inject this into my body ever. You couldn't pay me enough. I'd rather die. I'd rather die than go through what they're about to do to people. And uh, they're pretty excited about it. They're pretty excited about getting this into your bloodstream. There's a reason that they started uh, working on the RNA vaccine in 2008. There's a reason that they were waiting for the opportunity to rush this in to get it to you. There's a reason. All right, I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere.
2: concept.